welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There it is. Happy New Year, everybody. Woo! 2020. 2020 has arrived. It has arrived. Welcome. Welcome. It's a new year. we're off to a good start yeah we're off to a good start it's a new year we're talking new metal and what better band to kick off the year with than drowning pool (laughs) and their sophomore release desensitized we're gonna talk all about this record jenny and matt Mm -hmm. top to bottom top to bottom Every Top to track. Every track will be talked about on this episode. Bet on it. Before we get to that, though, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So to kick off 2020, we've got a new segment called Who's Got Some Favorite Bits? Who does? And that person. Oh, yeah. And that person <laughs> is Gareth Davies. Gareth Davies sent us a message. He said, 69 apps in. So nice. Seems yeah. like as good a time as any to mention my favorite moments slash bits. Matt's spot on taproot whiny boy vocals for Blade the Musical. <laughs> Jenny versus sensual Cornelius slash Brandon on Summer Romance. This is going back. This is really going back. Lauren realizing that Alice and Chains are not universally loved in the first Stained episode. I feel your pain and wish we lived in a world where you could safely assume that everyone was always happy to be changed. And you know, if you ever need some Aussie flavor for Very Cantrell, hit me up. P.S. Static X shit in a bag equals Donna Summers I feel love. Okay. And P.P.S. PPS. Uh, Nativity in Black 2, the Sabbath tribute album, is worthy of consideration for next compilation month. It has tracks from half a dozen canonized bands and then a bunch of not particularly new metal. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you. And Fran Smith said, my friend just introduced me to the show and I'm loving it so much. I've been on the hunt for a new metal podcast for a while and I'm so happy this exists. I would love to hear you guys cover the album Sonic Jihad by Snake River Conspiracy who were a short-lived side project for the bassist of Third Eye Blind, with this being the only album they ever released. The more on the industrial metal side, I think you guys will get a kick out of it. It's perfect vampire music, and I'm honestly surprised it didn't end up on the Queen of the Dam soundtrack, but I guess they already had Kidney Thieves on there, so they sound pretty identical. <laughs> perfect vampire music. With a Third Eye Blind connection? I gotta hear it. We got to hear this know. thing. We, I don't we, know where it would fit, but we got to hear this thing. We got to hear this thing. Is, is this, this thing is, getting the bump? <laughs> this is, honestly, this this seemed, this seemed message seemed designed to hit Jenny like hardcore. Jenks Connection <laughs> and Queen of the Damned. This is getting bumped. This yeah. is happening soon. This is happening soon. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to hit that old eBay. We're going to have to find this thing. We got to big through this thing. We got to make it happen. Snake River Conspiracy, we're coming for you. Uh, we also have to talk about some soil feedback. 
Soil feedback. Feedback on soil. Uh, over on Facebook. Oh, Jenny, please. No, Lauren. My God, it's 2020. <laughs> Go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jax Lawson said, I feel bad that I missed commenting for the last few weeks, especially when I felt so seen in these episodes. Heart emoji. It was great to hear about Jenny's wedding and the honking on Bobo box set. The opening of Two Skins is so three fire emojis. It's going to be my new pro wrestling entrance music where my character is Soil Girl, a very pregnant lady, and my nemesis is the dirtbag who left me with his demon seed. If that was playing whenever I walk into a room, good God, I'd be unstoppable. All right. Jack's Incredible. coming through Dude, again. As always. Coming through. Uh, uh, real quick, Jenny, update. Yeah. Honking on Boba box set. Still in the pla- plastic? Or you guys break that thing out? No, it's still in the plastic. <laughs> I okay. can't bring myself to open it up. Not because I ever think it's going to be worth anything. <laughs> no offense. Oh, none. T- it is a there, gift. There might be like some sort of like uh, future fascist re- regime that like either bans harmonicas in general or mini things. In which case, I'll have that. <laughs> or Aerosmith could be the most likely thing that gets banned of all. They the had things. that Revolution X video game. What's that? Mm. In the arcades, oh it was, yeah, it was, it was. It looked. Oh boy! So there was a long period of time where arcade games had two guns, mm. and like you just basically stood there with your gun, and it moved on the screen, and the screen scrolled. Yeah, I. Th- I remember one Operation like a, Wolf was one of them. There was one that had like a pink gun and a blue gun, and it was a man cop and lady cop. Yes. Lethal I, Enforcers. Lethal Enforcers. I remember that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. and But this one was like an automatic gun. Oh, okay. But here's the great part. I'm ready. <laughs> On the side was your quote unquote grenade. That was kind of like standard practice. That was in Terminator 2. You had a grenade. Revolution. In, yeah. Revolution X. They were CDs, baby. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so you'd be throwing CDs. If you go to Found Sound in Ferndale and enter from the rear, you will see Revolution X. All right. Well, I've been meaning to go there, so maybe that'll be maybe that'll be my next move. Um, it is yeah. terrible. Uh, it's not a very good game. Uh, it is absolutely a quarter milker. Um, it wants every quarter that you've ever had in your life. They can have them. I don't like carrying around quarters. But there is also this thing where um, there's kind of like a power up that will kill everything on the screen. And when you hit it, you get to hear Steven Tyler go, hey, baby, kablam! Jesus. <laughs> Not, no hyperbole. It is literally those words. Aerosmith. Like they have the, the weirdest band. The roller coaster. They have one in um one in Orlando, their rock and roller coaster, where you gotta get on the limo because you're running late for a gig. That's yep. the whole thing. I rode that. <laughs> Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh God, who there's somebody that is a famous actor now who was in the video there. I can't really? remember. Yes, let really? me I'm gonna look it up because there's also one there's also one in France that he's in. And he said he barely spoke the whole time. 
Uh, wow. Let me look it up. Lauren, will you tell us what Nick Fenton had to say while I get this super important information? Absolutely. absolutely. I always want to hear more about Revolution X, a game that I definitely played a lot because everything Matt was Dude, saying was giving me fucking flashbacks. So, I yeah. will tell you what. Whenever you completed a level, like the first level, you get to like backstage or something and there's like the Aerosmith van, but fucking sweet emotion starts playing and I'm like, this might be the best video game that's ever been. Because <laughs> the baseline of the baseline to sweet emotion makes you forget everything that preceded it. Absolutely. You're just like, you know what? Fuck a Super Mario. I'm playing Revolution X. Nick Fenton said, thanks for not completely shitting on something I loved as a youth. And did I send a selection of the one lyrics to a young lady while I was in high school? Yes. Did it work? No. Ah, youth. Ah, it's Ken Marino. <laughs> Holy shit. Ken Marino oh, wow. said. <laughs> wow. From the state. Yeah, isn't that Amazing. something? That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> Elric Everett says, saw these guys open for Static X in 2004, shortly before Ryan left the group. Good live band. Before one of their songs, Ryan said, this song is for any guy whose ex is a total bitch and any girl whose ex was a total dick and that got the crowd popping. I would have put Unreal in the canon IMO. He's screaming, don't fuck with me in the chorus. So that's classic. This album has butt, but it's acceptable butt. It's very true. Acceptable and- butt acceptable but and i gotta say that is an intro that's gonna get any crowd hopping you're like you got an ex who's a total bitch half the crowd's like yeah you got any girl any girl who's as ex was a total dick oh yeah you've united this crowd everyone is like everyone has an ex who's a dick or i i I will not say, I will not be the kind of person who says, like, every single one of my exes was terrible. Because they certainly weren't. I think that we were probably equal parts mismatched, Mm -hmm. mostly. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I do have a couple exes Mm -hmm. who were total dicks. (laughs) And put them on the no thank you list. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't even write their names I wouldn't even put pen to paper. I think you would just file them under the haters. Yeah. (laughs) On your no thank you list. The people who I have no idea why I boned and cried over. (laughs) 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 How dare I? (laughs) Uh, Uh, And to all the guys uh, I boned and cried over, I don't even remember who you are. No thank you. No thank you. No thank you. Uh, a big thank you, though, to our last comment over on Twitter. Lori Amdor says, Halo was definitely on every mix CD I ever burned. Classic. But yeah, now that I'm older and wiser, I can hear a little of that. But a while ago, someone recommended the first Breaking Benjamin album. So if you think this album had butt, you better hold on to yours. <laughs> Love that comment. <laughs> I got to tell you, that, that, that comment as a warning but also as an enticement which i guess fits the butt theme right enticing cheeks you know what do they always say never trust a big butt and a smile but it's like at the same time it's a big butt and a smile you know that girl is poison (sighs) right that lyric makes me so mad (laughs) that that girl is poison poison? or never trust a big butt and a smile like fuck off bell biv devoe (laughs) 
right. <laughs> take that, former members of New Edition. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd like to take you to task 30 to 40 years after the song. Was it? It's probably been close to 30 years. Easy. That's 92-ish. Easy. Yeah. I think it's 90. Easy. Easy. It's Yeah, easy 30. Easy. Easy 30. Easy 30. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of Who's Tweeting. Thank you so much for sending all those messages. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, before we dive into this episode, though, guys, it's 2020. 2020. Which means we have a live show really just weeks away. Weeks away. Weeks. January 19th, 2020, at Go Comedy in Ferndale, Michigan. It's snow day. 2020 that's happening we will be taking part 2 p.m we're doing our live show we're talking about jay-z lincoln park collision course it's going to be great we'd love to see you there if you cannot make it if you are far away you can still donate you can go to facebook.com slash snow day improv marathon and you can donate and help out a great cause which is why we are doing it and also, we just want to we want to see some faces as we talk about some new metal that's rocking ours, and hopefully yours. Oh yeah, Matt. No, buddy. Before you yeah. do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week, I yes. said that we're giving away the POD signed album flat as you one did. of uh, the prizes in in the mm-hmm. uh, Gabber Media bundle. Mm-hmm. But this is Collision Course, baby. That Uh-oh. means we've got two bands. That we've never had together together. Uh-oh. I got a signed copy of Spin Magazine by Papa Roach. What? I'm going to give away that as well. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Matt, I can't handle much more, but tell us. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my man, Bob Wick, chairman of Snow Day. Is he truly the chairman? I'm gonna say fucking. I think so. Yeah, I was just curious. At at this point, him and Pete, like they're the creative heads of it. There's some people who can't make it. This is a charity. If you're willing to throw a couple shekels towards this charity, I think you should get some fucking raffle tickets to enter in to win these prizes. Yeah. I don't want any money from these prizes. I want you to be able to enjoy them. I want to give some money to Gilda's Club. Next week, when we come back, I'm going to tell you that this is a thing. You're just, we're going to figure it out. We're going to, whatever it is, and I'll, I'll give you the rundown on what you need to do to be entered. Boom. Done. I'm making right. it fucking happen. Right. 2020. Yeah. 2020. 2020, indeed. Indeed. Well, there you have it. Snow Day 2020 keeps getting better and better. January 19th, 2 p.m., Roach Coach Live. Hope to see you there. You guys, it's the first album of 2020. 2020. It's Drowning Pool, Desensitized. Jenny, when did this album come out? <laughs> this album was released on April 20th, 420. 2004. 420, bro. 420. 420. 2004. 420. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Jenny, history 
with desensitized. I have no history with desensitized whatsoever. My knowledge of drowning pool stops with, uh, God, what it's it's escaping me. It's escaping me. It's called Sinner. Uh, yeah, that was the only record I was familiar with. How about okay. you, Lauren? Uh, I remember when they dropped the single for this album, and I was like, oh, who's this new lead singer? And I watched the video and remember thinking, mm, not for me. And that was basically the end of my, you know, I hadn't heard anything else from this album. I only knew the single. And so I didn't really get, I didn't really hear anything from it until we uh, picked it to listen to on the show. Matt, history with Desensitized. Same song, different artist. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this record. I'm sorry. So this is Drowning Pool's follow-up to their mega record Sinner and their first album since the death of their vocalist, Dave Williams. And uh, features, well, Jenny, who's in Drowning Pool on this album? On this album, we have Steve Benton on bass, uh, Mike Luce on drums, CJ Pierce on guitar, and introducing Jason Jones on vocals. So Impossible indeed, task, right? Absolutely. I think, I think the, we're all going to face that up front. Yeah. An impossible task yeah. to follow up. Dave, to follow up Bodies. That that looms so large over this record is the body's shadow. And uh, there was an interview, I believe I sent it to you, Jenny, where they interviewed the band uh, before they'd even found a new singer and talked to them about what the experience uh, was of trying to find a new singer. And these guys were just dealing with it. Like, this is a heavy interview. Like, they sound like they. this interview ends where it wouldn't have surprised me if they decided they were just going to hang it up. You know, they weren't really sure what to do. Did you get a chance to read this, Jenny? Yeah, I did. Um, some of the things that they talked about was that they didn't want somebody who sounded exactly like Dave and that they, in fact, had, like, heard something from somebody, like a demo that sounded too much like him. And they just thought that that was weird. So... Uh, they said that they wanted somebody who would not only be able to like write songs with them, but like go out on the road with them, not be a total dick, click with the band and, and start doing their own thing. And I think at that point they weren't even sure if they were going to continue to use the name Drowning Pool. Isn't that mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because that, yeah, that was my big wonder is like, why did they continue to use Drowning Pool? Well, I mean... They were already very successful. With name recognition band, is, yeah. is huge and they would be starting over yeah. technically if they chose a different name but dave's shadow looms large right it like, does loom large but at the same time it's not like I, I mean i think they also probably were thinking about van halen or they were thinking about acdc you know i mean that's the thing is you've got i, I think any band that loses the lead singer for any reason is always going to look at acdc and think well it's not worth necessarily tossing this all away. Here's the thing. If Drowning Pool had not really been successful, they'd been like a mid... I mean, I, I think it's the difference really between Snot and Drowning Pool. If Snot had been like super huge and then Lynn dies, 
maybe snot keeps going but snot was kind of just on the cusp not really had taken off so it seemed like well you know there right, isn't it much. was going to be the next record that really broke them exactly but drowning pool they broke i mean they had here's the thing though they have bodies and so really becoming a different band aren't they they're, they're essentially almost they're going to be covering themselves either way with a new lead singer but then to become another band they've kind of tossed bodies away too yeah and like that's you can't do that you can't lose bodies you can't lose well bodies. you're i know that we're not into it but like before we get into it, we can kind of let go of the past to get into this. But if you're like, we just lost our lead singer, who was a huge part of the band, and we had this massive hit, and if we become somebody else, that massive hit disappears to time, and nobody knows, quote unquote, nobody knows who we are, because we had a very vocal front man. Whereas if we stay with Drowning Pool... We will be drowning pool. People will expect to hear bodies. And it's a live version of bodies, which is different than the album track anyway, no matter who sang it. It was different when Dave sang it. So give the people what they want. We stay drowning pool. We know what drowning pool sounds like. Let's find a singer who's capable and isn't Dave. And let's let's give it a go. Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 I've rationalized it in my head. I'm good. He's rationalized it. Uh, yeah, they said in the article, they gotta you know, eat that they too. Had... I mean, for fuck's sake, <laughs> <laughs> they it's do. True. They have to eat. They've got to put food on their family. Um, they said uh, prior to That's his my death, favorite subtle Roach Coach in joke. Now, <laughs> you gotta put food on your you family. Gotta. And they said, uh, yeah, prior to his death, uh, David participated in the tracking of three or four new songs, material that they said they don't think will ever be played live or released. They said there was a song we were calling Heroes, which is kind of eerie now. And they said with the passing last year of Dave, of Ozzy Osbourne drummer Randy Castillo, of Lane Staley, and Lisa Left Eye Lopez, the lyrics about Heroes passing and how much people miss their falling heroes are just too much. But I also like this part here where they said that they were, uh, they've written more than half a dozen instrumental songs which are described as ranging from their heaviest material ever to a track that might be their lightest, tentatively titled Pussy Control. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but uh, but they, yeah, at the end of it, um, this mm. is they wait for the right singer to come their way. Luz and his bandmates are being realistic about their future. Every now and then we fall down and pick each other back up. Who can say if we'll ever get where we were again? But if Dave were here, he'd be stealing someone's thunder right now and he'd be fighting away. So that's what we're doing. We're scrapping and kicking, trying to stay alive. So they then indeed encountered Mr. Jason Jones, brought him into the fold. This record debuted at number 17 on the Billboard 200 chart. Jenny, we got some genre tags. We sure do, and these genre tags are hard rock, heavy metal, and new metal. Mm, but new metal's number three. New metal's number it three is. of three. It is. And uh, Jenny, producer on this record, an old friend. An old friend. Johnny K. Johnny K. Johnny K is back. Johnny K is back. And um, you know what? Let's just take a minute to talk about the album art. Oh, the album art on uh. this record. 
Give me some boner. Yeah, so it's um a porn star. Um, her name is uh, what's her name? What's her name? Jesse Jane. Uh, Jesse Jane is all oiled up, <laughs> boobs <laughs> very present, with some little pentagrams over her nips and her bikini. She's holding a uh, baseball bat. Um, she's definitely got like a come hither look on her face. She's the trashiest acrylic nails. Just my God. But them French tips. That was the second thing I noticed. I was going to say the first. The first with the boobs. The second thing I was like, ugh. Acrylic French tips. Gross. Um, but yeah. So she's beautiful woman. <laughs> right there for all to see. On the inside, she looks like she's about to floss a little bit. But she's not. She's got her dukes up, but it does look like just a work. Oh, that's what she's doing. (laughs) It looks like she's about to floss. Good for her. I I see the flossing. I see the flossing. Um, Yeah. and uh, Good oral hygiene. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. She's probably... You gotta floss. You gotta floss. Especially in that prano business. Oh, you gotta gotta get that mouth clean. You gotta you don't want to be going into your big scene and find out that you got a piece of spinach just hanging there. It's no yeah. good. Um, I have to say, uh, Jenny, that you, I, I find it interesting that you find her facial expression to be a come-hither look because it seems aggressive to me, coupled with the baseball bat. Well, I don't, she's just got like a porn sex face to me. Like That's just like the look of... Mm-hmm. I, I'm not... I probably watch less porn than the average person. But that's just like I saw us go, yeah. That's just mm-hmm. like the face. Uh, so yeah, so that is very there. Then if you fold out the uh, the liner notes, you get a big poster of the band, and with their new logo that reminds me of Daredevil. Reminds me of the like the movie Daredevil logo for some reason. And the O's and Pool look like G's. Very interesting font. Um, they're all there looking. You know, I'm going to say they don't look actually that new metal to me. They look just rock and roll. Mm. Got some eyebrow piercings. Yeah. The new lead singer has highlights like every class of 2002 had. So just real gross, chunky, blonde highlights. Highlights that I may have once had. Ooh. All disgusting right. disgusting <coughs> disgusting just disgusting <laughs> uh there's also a little tribute to dave in here the insert the behind the cv cd it's dedicated to dave williams it's 1972 to 2002 it says the things i believe in most are family and friends and music they haven't let me down yet and loving memory of our brother dave who was with us in the beginning and will be with us until the end and then, yeah, we've got their new little logo going on there. And then you got DP over a porn star. Yeah, which... Come on. I know what that means. <laughs> Do you, Ms. West, Mom? Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. What do you think it means? It means uh, uh, when you try to put uh, two plugs into one outlet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Wow. That's okay. an o- That's an ope. Oh. That's an ope. 
Uh, Midwest Mom, I just asked that you not confiscate the CD cover until we're done with the episode. Is that okay? Oh, sure. No, you sin you. as long as you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I want to mention. Explain it to me. <laughs> uh, I want to mention this was a big thrift. I did pick this up from the Declutter store on eBay for a sweet four dollars and forty-eight cents. All right then. Well, we know who's in the band. We know who's on the album cover. We know who's behind the boards. But what do these songs sound like? Let's find out. First track on the record is called Think. Think about your life, you wouldn't give it up. Think about your life, you wouldn't give it up. Think about your life. Before you let off to the slaughter, you are We went on a ride, right? Like all three of us look like, what the fuck just happened to us? Let me tell you, you start out with that mumble up top. (laughs) Sounds like they wouldn't let him in. (laughs) Like (laughs) I was like, aren't they? They're not gonna let this guy sing. He's gotta like come through the doors. He's mumbling at first. Uh, Not the way I expected him to, to. Yeah, to make his entrance onto the album was to be like. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Newly One cigar. more time, please. I, I, I need you to just... Uh, come in. You, come up. Come up. need to... Come up to the mic. You got it. <laughs> uh, but then once he's at that mic, he's at that mic. And he changes us. He definitely changed you. I wrote in my notes. We get kind of butt, kind of new, and some light changing. changing. Uh, so you kind of get it all. But it's got a nice riff. We are rocking. I would say, though, that once he's done mumbling and he's actually singing, not bad. Not bad at all. What's your temperature gauge for this open? I wrote hot. <laughs> hmm. I wrote hot. I'm with you. It is. It's a little hot open. When it comes to that chorus and then it dumps into that do 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 I'm, I'm in. I love that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. There's other things I don't love as much that seem to me to be more like hard rock tropes. Um, mm-hmm. But but I'm not like, what is this? Right. I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't too far off. Yeah. Um, 
the definitely when they you know went with uh with this gentleman as their new lead singer uh jason jones i'm sorry for some reason i forgot it I had to probably pull it back up uh he it definitely was like also like they could have gotten like a new metal guy and they purposely did not go in that direction i mean it's 2004 at this point so it's like where's new metal at this point not doing great so i get that decision but it does put them you know more in the direction of a butt rocky sound jenny we've been dancing around it your thoughts on think this is butt rock there his it is. voice is fine it's butt rock though we i got chains and i didn't appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> you mumbled i told you to come up to the mic and then you changed me <laughs> you son of a bitch uh, i did feel that i took a tour of a butt yeah it's it's, I don't know if I got in that crack, but I definitely <laughs> took a tour. It's not I I didn't like it, but it's not for me and I'm fine with that. His voice, he was he had a good good voice, but yeah. not uh not for me. All right. Up next. Up next. Step up. This is the single. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny's t- vomiting over here. Jen, Jenny, Jenny, uh, I like your thoughts on this song. Step up. I will. I will ask you for them in the same way that this song starts with one, two, three, go. Uh oh my god, this is such a corny fucking song. This is like, this song just reminds me of like one of my like hometown dive bars. Mm-hmm. It's a song that it, I don't even know per like, I don't know exactly. How, it's just such a, it's just such like, I want to say like a cheese dick song. It's just a cheesy, cheesy. I don't know. Like we're rock and rollers. Ugh. The video is the perfect video for this song. I will say that. And we don't have to get into that right now. What did oh, you boy. think, Lauren? You know what? I was trying to wrap my head around how butt rock this could be because I feel like the butt rock we've experienced on the show, and I could be wrong, but it felt like it's not as aggressive or as up-tempo as this. Like, I feel like there's more of, like, a 
mid-tempo-ishness that I associate with a lot of butt rock. And this seemed just a touch too aggressive. I put this more as new butt, like a like in the realm of a saliva. But I liked it better than saliva hmm. because it's a little. There's a better low end on it. It seems more made for rocking. But I, but also, it's funny is that I imagine this in 2004 seeming pretty heavy, and now I'm like, this is for made for like. Planet Fitness, a spin class. I want everybody to be spinning. You better step up. And then they play this song. You know, this feels like a good workout song more than anything. So lyrics, though. (laughs) If you want to step up, step up, you're going to get knocked down. You had your chance to walk away. Live to see another day. Like, I'm not threatened by this song (laughs) once. I'm not worried. Like, this song is toothless. It's truly toothless. Everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. uh, All right. You're going to knock me down? Okay, bud. (laughs) Okay. Okay, bud. I don't think so. Uh, Matt, what did you think of Step Up? In the pantheon of hard rockers, it, it, it's uh, it's pretty paint by numbers. It's got everything that it's supposed to have, but it doesn't have a certain quality that endears it to me. And when it was going, I was like, two thousand four. Was there anything that I could? come back to in 2004 that is big dumb but rocky music that i love and of course the first thing i thought of is andrew wk but that came out in 2001 so it's way too far away but it's like what other like because this seems anthemic this seems to be swinging for the fences this seems to get seems to want to get a crowd involved it also seems like a 180 out from bodies. They're not trying to capture that sound. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not yeah, it's not as heavy as bodies. It doesn't have the the menace of bodies. Right. Yeah. Um and I think that's that's probably the the, the tough thing for them to hear. The other thing to, that is funny to think about is that this album dropped like I don't know like the same time as like the first Franz Ferdinand album. Like it's crazy mm-hmm. to think it's, I always think about what you said, Jenny, like all of our favorite songs all exist at the same time. And it's <laughs> crazy to think about like, take me out by Franz Ferdinand existing in the same world as step up by drowning pool. Like it's, they do, but ah, yeah. Which also explains, I think yeah, why like, I was not interested in this at the time. This is like, uh, I was looking at the top, like, rock singles of 2004 uh we got maps by the yeah yeah yeah's duality uh wow so yeah. slipknot volume well that would be volume, volume three? three yep uh the 311 cover of love song closure Ugh. by chevelle redefined by soil um kelly clarkson breakaway on here somehow that's weird wow yeah uh, all these things that I've done, the killers behind blue eyes. Yeah. Spin you around puddle of mud. Franz Ferdinand's on there. Mm. Some kind of monsters on there. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So 
that's for what it's worth. That was what was going on. Now, this um, song had a video. And mm. the video is, it does seem to borrow a bit from Scarface. But instead of cocaine, somebody just inexplicably has like a suitcase full of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just porn stars everywhere. There's one scene where like the girls are getting in a fight. And one of the dudes is filming it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And the, the lead <laughs> singer again, that was the first time that was the first time I'd seen him. And I was like, ah, this hair, <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of senior pictures in my high school, like my yearbook had that same hair, just the sick, like kind of dark brown. And then like the coppery spaced out highlights just sick just sick looking (laughs) lauren what'd you think of the video uh i thought it was crazy that it came out in 04 because it feels like 1989 it feels like an attempt to create an era that no longer existed Remember when rock videos were just full of babes and pools <laughs> and we're in a hot tub and chicks are making out? Yeah, it just, uh, and, and I guess for Everybody's me. Everybody's got big old titties. Oh, oh the the, ample, t- ample titties in this yeah. video. Let, yeah. let us not also, take away. The women are not real looking, but very attractive. <laughs> just. Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe I believe uh, the cover lady Jesse Jane's in the video too. I think they she is good for she, her. Yeah, so I think she's the one who isn't it ending like a poisoning or something. Like she gets away with the diamonds. I only watched it once. The moment that stuck out to me was the guitar solo and the guy was wearing a fedora. I was just like, that's a choice. That's a choice. I mean, what else? at that point? Yeah, at that point, there's yeah. not one fedora. You <laughs> yeah. might have just, it might have been like an optical illusion. Like <laughs> your brain may have placed that fedora right there. It might have. Uh, what was very interesting is uh, the songmeanings.com comments everyone hates the video so much. And they, uh, let's see, Tyler at S9D says i love the song is freaking awesome personally i think the video itself just didn't really go along with the song i mean the song is just ass kicking to the highest degree and yet the video looks like the new singer just wanted a reason to make out with bitches in hot tubs and living like scarface i seriously think the video could have been way better wow i like when you make a point but also really whiff <laughs> like wants to <laughs> It's like making a point. It looks like he just wanted to be around a bunch of sexy women, but then he's like, make out with bitches. Yeah. I, you know what? Everybody has their own way of looking at things. Hey, far be it from me to stop somebody from making out with bitches. It's yeah. like that, uh, that internet picture where you have like, uh, it's like a, a chessboard. <laughs> you have a chessboard, and there's yeah, there, there's a chessboard, and there's like a, a square that says one, and then there's a shadow cast on it. There's a square that says two, and it's like, would you believe that this gray and that gray are the same color? And you say, no way, they are not the same color. But if you put the gray down the middle, they are indeed the same gray. Everybody sees reality differently. 
maybe we say this man just wanted to make out with women and we don't agree with that because the song kicked ass disagree about that but maybe we say they're bitches bitches and women are they the same thing i don't know we we don't understand his intent maybe to him we don't it's that gray oh maybe it's that gray dude come on maybe it's that gray uh there's one other comment from lonnie who said personally i think the song is killer but i don't like the video too the new singer has such a great voice in the song. But when I saw the video the first time, I was like, WTF? Half porn and full of the dumb cliches that we already have enough of in this fucked up world. Sitting in the hot tub, I'm sorry, sitting in the hot tub with some attention greedy and power hungry sluts messed up the whole song, IMHO. Plus, the video makes absolutely no fucking sense in context to the lyrics. So I can only stand the song when I'm listening to it without seeing the video. Uh, we really need to empower these sluts. This just, I gotta say, you're right. It's like, you're so, I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah. It's like these power hungry sluts. Like, no, no, you've missed it. So close. We were all rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, you guys, you got to admit, you're going through your life and you're like, if one more power hungry slut tries to grab a hold of me and bring me down had enough of it yeah typically if i'm like interviewing people at work Mm -hmm. if you're a power hungry slut you have to tell me (laughs) legally i mean i've been driving around town in my jacked up truck just looking for some big butt sluts why not well let's see what else this gem of an album has to offer us (laughs) Uh, up next we've got a song called numb I just want to read some lyrics to you real quick. Just uh, I want to get just get everybody's opinion on them. Um, uh, let me make sure I got it right here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jenny, thoughts? I obviously hated this song. <laughs> I very <laughs> obviously hated this song. Uh, what a uh, why even make. Okay. I've never made an album before. I don't know. There's something about this album in particular that just like 
made me mad over and over again. And that's that might not be fair, but I was just thinking, like, why the world didn't need this song? <laughs> wow, wow, there we go. <laughs> this, what the you... world didn't need this song. Didn't need this song. What do you guys? I, prove I do. Me wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not here to prove you wrong, but it is one of those songs that when I hear it, I'm just like, oh, okay, this is what you're going for right now. You're really aiming right down the middle. You're trying to get like a big, dumb rock song going. Yeah. I don't like it either. Uh, it feels like a... I can't, I can't be these guys in 2004 trying to figure out where their heads were at. Yeah. But where my head is at in 2020 is that these guys were like, let's just try to write some hits, some songs that feel good, some songs that aren't what that aren't bodies, you know, like let's try to just do something. But this I I'll be this sucks. I don't like this. This ain't for me, man. I can't hang. This feels like inside of a 50-year-old's head when he's like, you know, what's hot? It's like, oh, fucking bikinis. Bikinis. Let's go where the chicks are going to pop their tops. <laughs> I've got a pontoon boat, some natty ice. We're going to be blasting, drowning pools, desensitized. We're going to have a fucking great time. Girls are going to be in string bikinis. String bikinis. <laughs> just, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just a weirdo. I don't know. But, like, this music makes me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. I am definitely being too hard on this. I know that somewhere inside and yet. <laughs> Lauren, what do you think? You're going to be like, this song changed my life. <laughs> I love this. This is what music uh, is. Um, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, first I want to say it is one of my favorite songs of all time. Got to get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> first and <laughs> foremost. First and foremost. Um, the thing that really struck me on listening to this album, the, my first listen was in a car. Uh, driving around and that is optimal for this record to work it's a cruiser it's a cruiser if you're driving down the freeway going 70 plus which i sometimes do that's right i go over the speed limit a little bit i'm a slawbreaker okay. last you week i'm a confessing yourself again i know less slawbreaker i'm a slawbreaker there's not a coleslaw me- i won't cut yeah you give me that fresh slaw and i'm gonna over. chop it up um, but oh, I can yeah. tell you, you roll down your window, you're just covered in slaw, <laughs> just head to tail coleslaw. Oh, uh, uh, officer, I- I'm sorry, officer. Was I going too fast? And oh, yes, God. this is squish, squish. <laughs> I am covered in slaw. Um, no, this thing was perfect for being. You're not in seeing a car this wrong, driving. officer. <laughs> <laughs> I am covered in thinly cut cabbage. <laughs> covered in a mayonnaise base yeah with, with carrots shoestring carrots yeah yeah i'm just True. i'm just head to toe in slaw officer and um that's how i cut it while i listened to some drowning pool um you know the thing about it was 
in that mode, just driving around, rocking out. It was perfect because I'm not listening to the lyrics. I'm really listening more to like the band who I still think are a really good band, um, but are not doing the new metal moves so much anymore. They're doing more of uh, butt rock moves or just hard rock moves. But I'm hearing other bands really prominently. I'm hearing some Alice in Chains. I'm hearing a lot of STP. Near the end, we get some disturbed vibes. And I don't want to go and say like the first Drowning Pool record was like, oh, like there weren't any influences being heard. But at the same time, that record was Drowning Pool. That record was that band. And it seems almost like an inevitability that they get this new guy in and and we're just going to hear a lot more influences more than just this band continuing their evolution. And so in a way it does feel, if you want to be charitable, holding pattern if you want to be uncharitable a regression fair enough all right i want everybody to imagine me saying that last part covered in coastline head to toe yeah head to toe listening to this drowning pool record covered in coleslaw sitting on the side of the freeway (laughs) takes it to a full 10 yeah you lean over to get your registration and it just like flops on the center console <laughs> you were just eating this like bare fisting oh, coleslaw on your mouth I have, feeding I, I am not gonna use a utensil for this law straight no. up palm in it not yeah. when i have this body no no like you go through the kfc drive through and you're like i need the biggest coleslaw you got and they hand you that and then they hand you a fork and you go, David, <laughs> save it. <laughs> and then you just speed off. You peel out of there. David, save it. I don't need that. Pay it forward uh, to the guy behind me. He looks like a sport <laughs> kind of guy. And just fucking peel out of that <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize this, this came out on January 1st. 2004 and here we are 16 years later reviewing it on jan one. Oh well no 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 this did is, we not no 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 i thought it was april 20 oh 420, 420. oh that's right 420 420 um, spotify is lying to me it says jan 1 20 2004 oh, yeah don't listen to spotify <laughs> don't listen to those motherfuckers look like an idiot all, all right. right up next we've got this life Knew they were going to slow it down. Knew it. Textbook.
do you just want me to play Rooster by Alice in Chains now? <laughs> I always am ready to hear Rooster. Um, <laughs> this song I wrote is a wild merging of Alice in Chains and Stuntable Pilots on the chorus. And but then he's also going for sort of a Draymond thing. So once again, I'm just yeah, I'm getting this merging of Alice in Chains, STP, and Draymond, which I feel like, knowing me, that should definitely be my shit. But it's not a, it's not quite a chocolate and peanut butter situation. Mm. Um, but I did write in my notes. <laughs> I of course enjoyed this. Oh boy, <laughs> we've lost. <laughs> What's happening? Oh my god, I was really on one when I did these. Oh we man, lost Lauren on this. Uh, I wrote one foot in butt, one foot in '90s alternative. Yeah, I, I think that checks out. Channing, uh, pass. Pass. I hate this song. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't want to shit talk for like I know I feel like uh, I just can't I just not for me not for you not for me I like this opening lyric and when it's cold out I will wait for her only when it's cold out why didn't you wait for me why didn't you wait for me it was 62 degrees that's kind of cold you could have waited depends on where you grew up I thought it was warm, <laughs> balmy. It's humid. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, just, Matt. I stepped on it. What, what your your thoughts on this life? Yeah, I I I definitely think that it's rooster, and I get I don't get the heavy STP that you're getting, but I also didn't like them, so maybe. It's all part of it. I, I get what they're. I get what they're doing. And in two thousand four, it kind of makes sense. But there's another part of me that's just like, if they would have gone like a hard creed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if they would have gone that route, because two thousand four is weird, right? Like there isn't like maps in the hard rock like that is not a hard rock song franz ferdinand franz ferdinand i am not his family true you're leaning into that accent though i'm loving it franz ferdinand it's me franz ferdinand i've been eating so much schnitzel um yeah i let's just move on it's not for me i know it's not for me it's okay. for somebody, and that somebody is super cool. But it is not for me. I'm a real loser on this one. All right. All right. Up next, we've got nothingness. This blood on my hands now and won't go away. I've been out on this world 
So I thought this was the probably the best song on the album. This one feels like the that most. Chorus. Yeah, this one feels the most new metal to me. It's got a new metal drop. I wrote they're firing on all cylinders here. Um, <laughs> I love your notes. Your notes are godsend, but that was also um, a Godsmack song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought this lyrically had the most new metal moments on it. Uh, although, you know, this guy. This guy loves a cliche, you know, blood on my hands. I've been on the road for days, door holding the wolves at bay, familiar imagery. I mean, if you want to be charitable, blood on my hands and they won't go away. That's a Shakespeare reference. So I'm going to give him that one. I'm going to give him that one. <laughs> Just torn from the pages of Macbeth. Torn from the pages. <laughs> for sure. You know, you know, he's like... Guys, I was I was reading Macbeth the other day, and I think mm-hmm. I think, think Willie Shakes was right. <laughs> that, <laughs> Bill Shakes was on to something. I'm working into this track. Jenny, thoughts on nothingness? Uh, this probably was my favorite track on the album as well. Um, I didn't mind this song. I didn't think it was great, but it didn't like. I wasn't like, oh God, no! Why are you doing this? I didn't take this one personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was all right. Uh, I, I agree with you lyrically. This dude is, I mean, I also was like trying to think like, is body super strong lyrically? Like, here's the thing though. It's unique in that there are no other songs about a mosh pit, but also create such vivid imagery that you could, that some people could think it was about something else beyond a mosh pit, you know. True. I mean, the lyric is indelible. You you can't say "Let the bodies hit the floor" and not think of the song. It is like forever associated. It's associated with nothing else but the song. That string that, of words. That is true. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was all right. Yeah, I I think the other thing is that there was such a clear through line of this uh on the first album you know the the sinner theme the religious stuff that he's kind of pulling from on that first record and this record does not have that they did not Mm -hmm. find someone with as much um i don't know interest in that level of i don't know thematic cohesion i don't know matt your thoughts I, I did like this song. I liked that chorus. I thought the chorus was really great. Strongest song on the album so far. Would 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 you say they're firing on all cylinders? Would you say that? <laughs> have you ever said that about anything? No. <laughs> okay. That is, all right. I have a lot of weird turns of phrases, and uh, that is not one of mine. Okay. I love all it. All right. I'm going to try to use it. I'm going to try to use it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we've got Bringing Me Down. Same. I hear your name and 
What do you think of this one, Lauren? I wrote in my notes that it had a meaty riff, and I enjoyed the chainsaw line, which, if you missed it, was I hear your name and it cuts through me like a chainsaw. Wow. That sounds painful. It does sound painful. I don't think it's a great lyric, but it's vivid. It's True. vivid. And he it definitely, you know what? It was one of those things where he's like, I hear a name and it just cuts me to the core. And somebody went, probably Johnny K went, what's cutting you specifically? And he's like, ah, like a blade. He's like, nah, fuck a blade. I've done a million of those million songs. A machete? No, 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 no. I need something more. I need something more. What else you got? I need something visceral. Like a chainsaw? That's right. Something that you got to get serviced and needs oil. Yeah. Get in the booth. Oh, boy. Uh, I'd like to take us on a small tour, a a small, a new section called Who's Projecting in Song Meanings Comments? I'll tell you who is Ragamuffin who is? 16. Ragamuffin uh, 16. On November 13, 2007, uh, it's a general comment on song meanings. It says, He gave the bitch another chance, and now hearing her name is even more painful than it was before because it's him that has let her in once again. This girl sounds like a whore, and she walked all over his second chances and brought him down so much that he doesn't think he deserves better than her. Probably why I let her back in so many times. This guy is just a pawn getting played by a fucking whore. Yeah, Heather, whatever. Heather, whatever. I'm never letting you in again, so don't even try. Suck a fucking golf ball through a garden. Mm You know what the problem with... She sounds like a fucking horror dude. What a bitch. He was just like, it hurts me to say your name. You're not treating me very well. She sounds like a fucking horror dude. Hey, bro. It's <laughs> <This> fucking slut. <laughs> Fuck, dude. She's rude. She's a whore. Like, do you know what that means? It's, it's like not, they got, they got two lines. It's not someone who's mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's that chick is so mean. That chick is so mean to you. Is she is she a whore? She probably sucks like a ton of dick. Otherwise, why would she not want to date you? She probably just got done sucking 10 pounds of dick. She sees you and she's like, no thanks. Yeah, dude, she must be slut. Total slut whore. <laughs> it's real, she hung up on you. What a slut. Can we put on bringing me down again? And- she probably fucked her phone as soon as she hung up on you. Oh, dude, she <laughs> fucked her phone. I'm telling you. I, I, I like, I that like this. Rope. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like this um, this rationale that the reason that she doesn't want to have sex with you is that she just got done having sex with so many other people. She's exhausted. That's the only reason. She's too much of a slut to have yeah. sex with you. <laughs> what a statement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote my notes. Bad relationship song. There you go. There it is. Uh, are we ready for the next song? I think so. Uh, I'm ready. Love. Love and war. Both? <laughs> hey man, that's life. Um, here we go. 
for such a kind love. The other such a kind war. The rooster. You know I never wanted to go away. What am I supposed to say when I hear the sound of the trumpets go? Who says all is fair love? Snake arms. Lighters. So I did not expect this song to go in a Bon Jovi direction, <laughs> but that is where it ended up. And a little bit about me. I do not like Bon Jovi. At all, ever. I think he's got zero good songs. And so, this chorus, I was, it, I felt the way I feel about when I hear a Bon Jovi song that I know was a hit. I think what you say, Jenny, not for me. Yeah. And I, I see the, I see the design. I see it feels, I don't know, craven. Bad. I, I have nothing nice to say about Bon Jovi, so I don't really have much nice to say about this song i guess the one thing i will say is that i imagine this song in like being played like mid-show at the machine shop and just crushing you know because it, it because the chorus works even though i hate it um so yeah not a, not a fan not a fan uh what did you think Matt, jenny oh me yeah. No. No oh, okay. way. Okay. No way. No way. When I heard "All Is Fair in Love and War," I was like, "You need to leave my house." <laughs> well, I just need to borrow that book that's on your shelf <laughs> called "A Thousand and One Rock and Roll Cliches." Yeah, take it <laughs> <laughs> on your way out of my house. I've never written a song. Okay. So let's just take my mm -hmm. opinion with a grain of salt. But God, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Well, you know what, though? You got to think he I'm showed up. I'm moving into the, the butt. You got to think he showed up to the studio and he was like, guys, where is everything fair? Where is it all is fair? Where are things always fair? Oh. And everybody was like, war? Love. Maybe both? 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 Yeah, initially the lyric was, all is fair in war and love, maybe both. <laughs> you're like, mm, do we um, rearrange this a little bit? Hey, can we get another draft on that? <laughs> uh, I guess. Johnny K's like, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another 15. Another, another, another 15 minutes. Bring that back. Uh, I did like that all the comments and song meanings are basically, is this literally about love? Or literally about war, or is it about going on tour? <laughs> hey, <sighs> all of it's a lot of hurry up and wait, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we ready for the next song? I sure am. I think so. That's called Forget. I I I will always be a sucker for th- that, like forget, forget, forget. I kind of will always like things like that, but man, when this comes in, I start rolling my eyes hard, and then it goes to the big rock and roll cliche book, and some of those lyrics are just paint by numbers, rock and roll. 101 stuff like you broke my heart our relationship didn't start you know like it just yeah it just feels like first drafts i mean we are talking about crawling across the floor scraping our hands and knees that's man we really should it hurts for one and two, we really should have kept the tally when we started the show of how many songs we've heard about people crawling across floors. Because we would have <laughs> many, <laughs> many, many, many. So many. So, so many. many. This song, and really this album in general, did make me think about something that then when we read Gareth's um, uh, comment about, you know, how, you know, you guys constantly getting changed and uh, me the first time you know finding out you guys didn't like Alice in Chains and what that has meant to this sound the Alice in Chains sound since we started this show and it made me realize that pre this show if I heard Alice in Chains or something that reminded me of Alice in Chains uh, I was like great perfect but now every time i hear alice in chains or i hear a song that has alice in chains vibes in it my first thought is jenny and matt ain't gonna like this <laughs> like, even <laughs> even if it's not for the show i could be out in the wild and i'll be getting chains and i'll be like jenny and matt wouldn't like this at all they wouldn't like it all I'm no, glad we could take some joy from you. <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, it's fine. nothing more than but it, stealing but it is, joy. It is literally every single time. Every single time now. So when I heard the, when I heard this album the first time, I was like, oh boy, there's so much chainsing going on here. Plus chainsing mixed with Stuntable Pilots. That's going to mm-hmm. be double tough for everybody. Yeah, for this one, I wrote Chugging Away. I did like the forget, forget part. But yeah, yeah I don't know. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Cast Me Aside. 
I need more of that chorus throughout this album. I need that intensity. I think this song might be one of the strongest because this one feels personal. This one sounds like it's coming from a real place. It is. It is. It is. Uh, Jason Jones, uh, well, he said most of the songs about the struggle he was living with as a homeless man. Apparently he was homeless for a while. Said people were like, look at this fucking homeless guy. It's a struggle, man. And a lot of my songs are about that struggle. Uh, Specifically on this song, he says you get a rash of calls from people you haven't heard from in 10 to 12 years who are suddenly wanting to kick it again. I was like, where the fuck were you? You know, the whole shit of everyone loves you when you're on top kind of thing. Here we go. There you go. It gave me this thought, which seems like a crazy thought to have because it isn't the direction I think the guys in Drowning Pool would want. But the album, a full album written of the point of view of being like, it's, it's too meta, but like a whole album where he's just writing about what it is to be the guy who's got to be the new guy in the band. Like this is, seems like a pretty successful track because it's coming from this real place that, and it feels much more specific. Even if the lyrics like word for word aren't necessarily bringing out specific specificity, it still feels like very raw. And that, that chorus, which I love, I wrote in my notes, this chorus, I love it. What? Who? I love it. And at the end of the song, he goes, what? Who? And he like drags it out. Yeah. And um, I guess I needed to read you this note I wrote, which was, uh, yeah, baby, give me that riffing and rumble. (laughs) Wow. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in a hot tub with some big titty porn stars. And you're like, yeah, baby, give me some of that riff in that rumble. Oh, yeah. And if she doesn't, it's because she's a slut who's Fucking riffing and rumbling too riffing much. Riffing and rumbling 20,000 times before she saw you. That's right. She's a uh, slut. Yeah. Such a slut. What a slut. Oh, uh, yeah. God. How dare a woman enjoy <laughs> sex? I... Not in my house. <laughs> Not in this house. We have Never. A, we have a strict policy. Of women despising sex. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Uh, All right. Uh, Up next. Je- oh, Jenny, before we get quick, there. Did, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, so many what, questions, what, but how respectful of our time is this uh, album? This album is 38 minutes and 38 seconds. So respectful. Yes. A whisper of an album. Mm-hmm. I would say that's the one respectful moment on the album, Jenny. Is that how yeah, short it maybe. is? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, if it was any and, longer, and, 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 it'd be because it was a slut. So. Fucking whore. <laughs> sure. uh, and, and what did you think of Cast Me Aside? Oh, I thought the, the chorus was cool, but the rest of it was too chainsy for me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Up next, Killing Me. Of my misery, 
some songcraft the uh, that addition of that second killing me like do it once that fucking growl that he has in that chorus works we need some fucking chug in this album for god's sakes it's so clean the guitar playing is so like precise rock guitar playing that i need i need like a chuggy riff i need like guts it's so not when the chug comes in in the pre-chorus you're like oh yeah yeah let's let's do more of this yeah but then it goes into the chorus and you're like sure i guess it's fine this is one that honestly i could hear first album drowning pool and i just wanted it's one of those ones where i'm like put dave on this thing and it's fucking fire. As but it, is, need, it needed yeah. that, it needed a little bit of that, like a chuggy riff, like where it's just almost staccato. It's so chug, where it's like it just exists, and it's like chug 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 chug. Like it has the space to breathe. Mm-hmm. These songs don't have any space to breathe. Like like it doesn't build the emotion that I look for in this type of song. Like his, the new lead singer's voice is very good. He goes to Alice in Chains place more often than I would ever go. But when he can actually like gutturally sing, he's got it. He's got pipes, you know, he's got a lot there to offer, but I think the songcraft is really pushing, pushing us into the bite, pushing us into kind of this lukewarm, straight ahead, hard rock. And it's just like, God, I just need some chug. <laughs> I need yeah, some chug. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Jenny, thoughts on killing me? <clears throat> I echo your sentiments very much. There's a video for this song. Yes. Where they're just it's a bunch of like live footage pieced together. It's fine. Like the song. Yeah. It's killing me. It's killing me. Um All right. I oh, we got to mention these songmeanings.com comments. Okay. Uh I'll read the one from DP Slipknot and you can read Parikan Blitz. DP Slipknot says, this song is about how life's a bitch and how nothing seems to go right in your life and life is starting to take its toll on him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Well, love a confirmation. And That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, Here we are. We're on the last song. Last song. And the final song on this album is called Hate. Come 
I'm pretty sure this is a song about signing a deal with the devil. Um, and it makes me laugh, and it's very it's it's giving me like zombie vibes for sure. Is it <laughs> what because a weird, what is a it weird <laughs> twist for the last song? <laughs> this song was a total left hook. I I did not expect yeah the, the, the last song to start with bury the priest and burn religion alive. Um, plus you get a very Rob Zombie. Hey, you want it? Hey, you need it? Which listen, as we have already said on this show, Rob Zombie with the haze, best in the biz, best world class, best in the biz. If you need a hay, you go to Rob. Okay. Yeah. Don't even look at anybody else. Don't even. Don't even dare. So when you get these hays. It's fun, but it's it's no Robert Zombie. True. Also, the song is not new metal. No. I wrote I wrote just good old hard rock. Um, true, true. With very rock and roll guitars, um, and it also starts with him going, Hah! which just lets you know we're about to rock and roll. Right. Yeah. Interesting way to go out. Um, at the end of this album that had really nothing to say about religion at all. Um, comment from Wreck666 said, anti-religion all the way. And then he quotes the line, forget about the crucifix. My rising sign is 666. I love that line. Very creative. Good shit. It's not quite Dave Williams, but it's a good choice for a replacement. I like that. Very creative, good shit. You know, you, you love to hear it. You love to hear it. You know, you're in the room, you're right, you're working on stuff. Hey, how's that sound? What, what do you think? What do you think? Very creative, good shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty very very creative. Not quite too. For this one. But it's good shit. It's good shit. Thanks thanks guys. Thank you. And that's it. That's the album. That's the end of the album. And that's it. uh, now it's t- now it's time for Cannon Talk. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. No, <laughs> don't put it in. I think it's mostly not new metal. Um, none of it feels essential. I can see how people would have liked some of the songs on this record, but. It's just very much no. Very much no. What mm. do you think, Lauren? You know, what I wrote in my notes was that this album is rock solid, <laughs> but okay. but already drifting far from new metal. It doesn't have a bodies, but that is a tall order for a band just trying to exist. I had a good time, but nothing for the canon. Matt? Matt. I'm... Yeah. I am good with everything that we have said so far. I don't believe any of it should go in the canon. I think that they truly had an impossible task. And they came out of it okay. I didn't listen to this and go, this is the worst shit I've ever heard. Hmm. That's fair. We've heard way worse. Way. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Way fucking worse than this. This is straight ahead, hard rock, modern rock radio of the time, kind of, 
sex sells, go with the sex route, go down the middle, play it quote unquote safe. It's just not interesting at the end of the day, which I think is kind of where the album stays, right? It's just like a, a portrait that you look at and go like, ooh, and I'm glad I don't look like that anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, like that hair. Don't forget that this guy has weird highlights. Listen, at the end of the day, they didn't put themselves on the cover of the album. They put this lady. I'm holding up the That's album. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. So Her hair looks just fine. It does. Uh, wow. So there you have it. Drowning Pool. Desensitized not in the canon. That's okay. Jenny, did you want to do anything with the album art or anything? Is there any place that should go? Or <laughs> no? No? Okay. You All can right. deposit it back in the spank bank, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh is it the first entry into the new metal spank bank? We're not having a new metal spank bank. There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> No. All right, there you have it. There'll be a one loose condom in the junk drawer, <laughs> and we'll know that it's in reference to this album. Yes. <laughs> All right, there you have it. That does bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Roach Coach and all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with your recommendations, your thoughts feelings send them all over to us we love to read them of course you can go over to itunes leave us a review that would be very nice we'd appreciate that and of course we'd love to see you january 19th 2 p.m at go comedy improv theater in ferndale michigan we'll be doing a live show as part of snow day 2020 all proceeds going to a great cause and we'll be talking about jay-z lincoln park collision course matt putting together an incredible giveaway door prizes to be clear the giveaway will be part of the raffle that is part of the whole event so it will not be given away during the show i need to clarify that we're clarifying it now that's what it's all about so we hope to see you there it's going to be a great time until next time jenny thank you lauren thank you Matt. Thank you. Thank you, 2020. 2020. 2020. Bye bye. Happy New Year. Bye.